Hey you guys, this is Kristen and welcome to episode 36 of the show. I am really excited that you guys are joining me again uh, for today's episode and I will tell you that I'm really excited. I know I tell you all that every single day. I feel like, you know, the Lord shares things with me and he He lays things on my heart that I should share with you. And so anytime that I am able to share the word that he has given me, I am super excited. So I know y'all hear me say that every single time, but I am. I'm very grateful that you're here. So if you guys don't mind, if you will take a screenshot of this and add it to your Facebook or Instagram stories. You can tag me at Morris Kristen and let me know what it is that you got value from this. So what are your takeaways? What did you learn? What do you feel like you're going to implement into your life? What are your next steps? Did anything that I say, did it speak to your heart? Um, That's what I'm looking for. And so while you're doing that, guys, if you don't mind, just please, I think that it helps me as I am continuing through this project If you will go to whatever platform that you're listening to, if you will go to that platform and leave me a review, go ahead and give me those five stars if you think that I'm worthy of those five stars, but definitely leave a review and let me know what it is that you are thinking about simply because when you do that, it helps to share with the rest of the world if you have gotten any value from this or if it could speak to them in some way. You guys know that I am a huge advocate for the gospel and for spreading the love of Christ and um, empowering people to understand that everything that comes in the word of Christ is is implementable. Okay. Everything that he speaks to us, it is relevant and it is necessary for us to be able to use within our own lives. And the Lord just shares things with me that I am able to share with you. And so I definitely want for this to be able to reach as many people, obviously as possible. And so when you do that, it definitely helps me out. So, um, I'm just going to go ahead and start by saying, I appreciate you. I thank you very much for taking that time to listen and share and screenshot and do all of the things. But Today, I want to talk to you guys about a scripture that has been the word for the season of my life, probably for the last year and a half, almost two years now. And I find myself moving out of that season. I don't know if you're like I am, but God gives me a word for my season. Um, For a very long time, that word was gain wisdom. Um, Wisdom was the word that just kept coming to me that I needed to focus on becoming wiser, learning from people that are around me. And I'm not going to say that um, getting more wisdom isn't important to me because it is definitely still very relevant to my lifestyle, my journey to better, to, to all of the things that I try to accomplish in the day. But I will tell you that As I moved forward out of that season into understanding what it is to be wise or to gain insight from books or people that I, that I fully trust, people that I have, um, extreme belief in, uh, reading, personal development, things like that. You know, I moved out of that season into a word that God told me that was that I just needed to be still. And it came from Psalm 60, or excuse me, Psalm 46, verse 10. Y'all know the scripture and it says, be still and know that I am God. And, you know, I've shared a little bit about my background with you guys. I've told you that, you know, with me and the lifestyle that I led, hold on, let me get some water. With the lifestyle that I led up until probably within the last year before the pandemic hit, I really needed to dwell on that scripture. So today I want to share with you my heart about being still. I will tell you that I can feel a compelling um, to move out of that season into a new season. I'll share that with you in a moment. But 
I really want to focus on the word be still with you today because I think that there are so many of us that could benefit from these words. And so um, we're going to go ahead and get started. um, And I hope that you get some sort of value out of this. So for me personally, you guys, most of you know my story. You know that I came from, you know, a hustle and bustle. You know, I, not that anyone told me that I ever had to be this way, but I'm a very self-motivated person. I'm very driven. I'm very goal-oriented. I am very, um, not settled for less and I haven't been for a very long time. You know, I was the first in my family to graduate from high school, unfortunately. I was the first to go on to college and get a degree. I was the first one to get a master's degree. I was the first one to have, you know, a job that wasn't necessarily something that you could get without a high school diploma. I was a teacher, and I know if you are a teacher, if you have family members that are teachers or nurses or, you know, have a profession that takes really a lot out of you mentally, mentally, mentally is not a word, mentally and physically, um, it it is emotionally and it is, um, it's just a draining position. And so, um, not to say that I didn't enjoy it because I did. I absolutely loved all 10 years that I was in the classroom um, teaching the different grade levels that I taught, learning the curriculum, learning um, my love for history. Uh, Did not know that I loved history so much until I started teaching it, but pouring everything of myself into other human beings. That, And I know that God created me to be that person. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he created me so that I could pour into someone else. Um, And if anything about my story speaks to you, I hope and pray that that speaks to you, that, that I am a welcome testimony that you are able to feel empowered so that you can go out and you can do the same thing. I want for every single person on this planet to understand that there are eyes that are watching and there are ears that are listening and people take notice. And unfortunately in the world that we live in, people take notice oftentimes when the bad is going on. And so it is definitely, especially if you're a believer like I am, it is definitely our job to make sure that they are listening and seeing the good versus the bad. And y'all, this world is really screwed up. Like there's a lot of negativity going on. There's a lot of bad things that go on. Even people that claim to be a certain way um, are very manipulative and very um, just, you know, not not what they seem to be. You know, trust is a huge issue for me. And lately I seem like there have been people that have broken my trust, you know, and I'm, I've never, ever been one to let people into my circle. But unfortunately, you know, even whenever you let them in a little bit, sometimes people burn you. But I think that, when we can walk away from the mentality that, you know, the world is just going to be the way it is, that we can definitely start to make a difference. And so that's what I want to encourage you to do today is that for you to understand that it is okay for you not to be okay with where you are right now. It is okay for you to want more. I think I've shared this with you guys before. Like it is okay for you to set goals for yourself. Um, But I noticed for me specifically, because for my life, you know, for so very, very long, I knew that, you know, the status quo was here, but I definitely wanted to grow from that. You know, most of my family, I just shared a second ago, you know, my family didn't graduate from high school. Most of them were dropouts. And so for me being able to be the one to step into, oh, I'm going to graduate, you know, and that doesn't sound like a huge deal to a lot of people. But when you live in a community where that is not necessarily the push, or if you grew up in an age where that wasn't necessarily um, important, 
then it is a big deal. Okay, it is a big deal. And I don't ever want to diminish someone who thinks that their goals are little. No goals are little. I think that we always have to start small and then from that we grow bigger. And so even graduating high school, you know, at one point that is the goal. It's a lot of it's a goal for a lot of people in high school. You know, they want to just get through so that they can make it to the next thing. And so from that you know, I went on to college, first one in my my family to go on to college. And so the bar was just raised just a little bit, just a little bit. And I felt, you know, the need and compelled, not necessarily to please other people that were around me, but more or less to please myself. I had set this goal for myself. I'm a very driven person. I wanted to be able to accomplish this for myself. And so maybe you're in a place where you have set a goal for yourself simply because you wanted to hit it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to go ahead and encourage you that setting a goal for yourself is extremely important because there are other people in this world that aren't going to set goals for themselves. They're going to be fine with where they are. They're going to be totally comfortable. And I will tell you, in moments of complacency and comfortableness, you will grow stagnant. There will not be room for you to become better. And that's what I am all about. I am all about promoting becoming better. Um, so after I graduated high school, or excuse me, high school and then college and then moved on and I got my, um, I, I started teaching. Now, my husband and I got married when I was in college. And, well, actually, right before I started college. And we, we started a family very young. I was actually a mom right after my freshman year of college. Um, and so I just started life, like, you know, just full speed ahead. Like, I had just, you know, done the whole thing. And I don't know if you can relate to that. I don't know if you are dealing with just things where you feel like nonstop, you go, go, go. Well, that was my life. I was, you know, for a little while, I was working part-time and going to college. And, you know, and then once I realized, you know, I really, can't do that with a newborn. And so I, I quit my part-time job, but then eventually I started cleaning houses and then I was going to college. And then I picked up another part-time job to supplement our income because we were broke. And like, I started down a path that was very, um, what's the word? I I don't want to say good because I think that what I was doing was necessary at the time, but it was just draining. It was emotionally and physically draining. Okay. And I know, I know there are people listening right now that you are literally running, 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 running. You're going through routines every single day. You're doing the thing. You're accomplishing it, but you're literally doing it because someone laid that expectation on you or you set yourself up for that expectation. You felt like if you didn't accomplish A, B, C, D all the way to Z before the day was over with that you were, um, you didn't measure up. And I'm here to tell you that that is another one of those tricks of the enemy. And I don't know who I'm speaking to. I don't know if this is relating to anyone. But for me personally, it took a very long time. In fact, 10 years of adulthood and on for me to understand that going isn't always the answer. Speeding up is not always going to be the key. And so I want to talk to you guys about that word that God gave me for my season within the last year and a half. And he said, I'm going to teach you something. I am going to show you. And it was very ironic when the COVID pandemic happened in our nation because I had just entered this season probably a few months before that. 
probably like the Lord just kept speaking, speaking it to me. In fact, I have a tattoo that says be still like I, I, I got the tattoo in February pandemic hit in March. If that tells you anything, I knew when the pandemic hit that it was just one of those other things. It was like, thanks God. I see. I hear you. Like, I guess maybe I wasn't listening the first time, you know, and many of us, many of you are striving for better. Many of you are running a rat race, trying to beat all odds. Many of you are fighting against, you know, people, unfortunately. You're literally struggling to keep your head above water because you are just trying to keep up. And so this season of be still was God speaking to me and saying that, you know, remember, I did die on the cross for you. I did create the entire universe and everything that was in it. I do control time. I do have everything within my hands. You remember that 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 song that we said? He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. (laughs) Y'all, it's so simple. He's got the whole world in his hands, but we try to make it complicated. And so I know that whenever God sent this word into my life, he was basically telling me, I need you to sit down and I got this. Okay, I got this. And I know many of you are control freaks. Many of you are fixers. Many of you think that, you know, if you could just, if you could just, you know, that TikTok, if I could just, if I could just, if I could just, if you just do one more thing, then you could fix things. But I'll tell you that there are going to be moments in your life that you will not be able to fix it. You will not have control over whatever that situation is. You know, in recent times, recently when I say recent I mean like extremely recently like like within the last week or two I've had people that hurt me people who I felt like I could trust leadership of mine people that I felt like I could reach out and ask for advice and they literally were standing behind me with a knife wanting to stab me in the back and for whatever reason I took that to heart I felt like I should be to blame. I felt like, you know, maybe I can, you know, no, 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 no. I might not be able to, like, I, I can fix this. You know, if I'm nice enough or if I, you know, put on enough, like many of us are there. We're like, are you a fixer? Are you trying to fix the people that hurt you? They might take away things from you. You know, are you, are you trying to stay in control when you really, like you set a goal for yourself, you don't necessarily hit it or like you, you you really wanted to accomplish the thing, but then all of a sudden, you know, it's just not there. You know, I hear there's women that I know right now, you know, in their 30s and they're not married and they're like, you know, like I really just pictured myself being married and had kids by now. You know what? That's okay. We set unrealistic expectations for ourselves because that's what the world wants us to see or notice or take, you know, take into. But God's plans are not our plans. His ways are not our ways. How many of you are weary from really just going, going, going and doing the thing all the time, hands raised right here in this room? You cannot control 
every avenue of your life. There are things that you can control. And I do believe that with everything within my being that we should strive for better. Don't mishear me. But there are things that are out of our control that God has ordained for our life to pour into our stories so that we can shed light on someone else. There are things that happen to us that maybe aren't so fun, that maybe don't make us feel good. Storms of life and seasons that make us feel like we are inadequate are meant to make us stronger so that we can implement change into someone else, so that we can be that ray of light to shine into someone else that needs it. So Kristen, you know, you you talk about all the things that you got to do. Like I understand like life is just this way. What do I do about it? You're telling me that I need to be still. What does that look like? What does that mean? Well, first of all, the word that comes to me, the only word that I can think of is the word surrender. When I hear the words be still and know that I am God, I think about the word surrender. You do not need to work for self preservation. You don't. If you are moving through your life, you know, I I even think about in the scriptures, you know, it talks about how, you know, the lilies, they don't toil. The birds, they don't necessarily, like the Lord provides for all of them and they don't even have to think about it. Because God provides for them. And just like you try to make sure you know your kids have gifts under the Christmas tree, the Lord is going to provide for you. We don't have to fight this battle thinking we're all alone. We can stand with our heads up. We can say, the Lord has got my back. I don't have to do or say a thing. Because it all is going to come out in the wash. So what is the root of your problem? What is it that's giving you the biggest anxiety? When you think about it, for me, for a very long time, it was, you know, I was running a rat race. I was going nonstop. I was doing the things, serving here, serving there. None of the things that I was doing was wrong. It was literally just draining me. And the Lord said, Kristen, you're going to need to slow down. And I didn't. And so he forced me to. What do you need to release in your life? So that your life can become more fulfilled. What is it? Is that, you know, you trusted someone for a very long time and they broke that trust. It's interesting. I was actually reading a Max um, in uh, John Maxwell's book, 21 Laws of Leadership this morning. And he was talking about the law of solid ground and how trust is the foundation. Let me read it to you. It says, um, How important is trust for a leader? It is the most important thing. Trust is the foundation of leadership. It is the glue that holds an organization together. Leaders cannot repeatedly break trust with people and continue to influence them. It just doesn't happen. Unfortunately, we will put our faith in people, but people are people and people will let you down. I think I shared yesterday on the podcast, you know, even whenever hurt people hurt people, we think that we can fix it or we think that it's something about us that makes it the problem when in fact it's not us at all. It's the other person, you know, we're working on our better. We're striving to do good. We're striving to make a change. What someone else do, what someone else does, that has no relation to us. If, they're broke, if they broke your trust or if they continue to do those things, 
What is it that you can do to solve that? Nothing. They have to make up their own minds in order to do it. So release that. Some of you, like I, I think about right now, you know, with this whole, I mean, there, there's a lot going on in our nation right now. So much political distress, so much anxiety between, um, you know, denominations and between race. And like, there's just so much turmoil in our nation right now that people really, whenever they, they look to the left or the right, they really don't even understand what it is that they should be listening to because we can't even discern what is right and what is wrong. But I will tell you one thing. You know, regardless of, and, and the scripture told us that things are going to get better before they get worse. I mean, excuse me, things are going to get worse before they get better. This world is going to continue down a, an awful, ugly path that we have very little control over. The only thing that we have control over is who we are and our faith in Christ. I will tell you that that scripture to me over, over this period of probably a year and a half, he has told me over and over and over that I am steadfast. I fulfill my promises. Our pastor, you know, he speaks um, whenever he preaches and he, he talks at the end. It's interesting because when he prays, he goes, you know, Lord, this is, I always think of it like the, uh, the four P's. He goes, you know, provide peace, protection, provision, and prosperity over your people. And I will tell you, when you speak that into your life, I think that it's important. I'm a huge advocate for writing affirmations. Write the things down that you want for your life. And what you'll start to recognize is that running a rat race or putting your hopes and dreams in someone else is not going to fulfill it. Now, I don't think that you should sit on your butt and do nothing. Like, honestly, like if you sit there like a bump on a log, you're really not going to accomplish anything. So that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is the fact that we are hoping that there's going to be a change in this world or we're fixating on things that are out of our control rather than fixating on the things that we can control. What is it that we can do in our nation to make it better? What is it that we can do to show love to our neighbor? What is it that we can do when someone breaks our trust? We can cut them off. We can choose to say no. We can choose to limit the amount of things in our life that's going to cause that overwhelm or that anxiety like I did. For some of you, that's going to be harder than others. You know, a lot of times people have a very difficult time in going, I don't think I can say no. Like, I just don't think I can. That was me for a very long time. It took a pandemic for me to recognize that the change needed to happen. And I will tell you that God has a very sneaky way of doing things. Because, you know, he's God, you know. If you choose not to, he's going to make you recognize at some point or another. So it's up to you. You have to pick. Would you rather submit early on and save yourself the heartache of going, yes, Lord, not your will, but my, or not my will, but your will be done. Or are you going to fight and push and then ultimately sacrifice so many things and so much energy and so much time and then eventually have to give in anyway. You know, God promised me peace of mind. A long time ago, he told me, you know, that, that the sky was the limit. At some point, I gave up on that. At some point, I told myself, well, you know, it's okay to settle. It's okay to just, you know, it's okay. God didn't promise that to me. I put a ceiling over my head. 
I said that this was the limit. And God said, didn't I tell you to trust me? Didn't I tell you to lean not on your own understanding, but to to listen to me because I have greater plans? When that person is speaking illy of you and they're making you feel like you are inadequate, if they are making you feel like you are less than or you don't deserve recognition or you don't deserve the prosperity that God has blessed you with, just sit right there because God has got your back. God is going to take care of you regardless if you continue to put your faith in him. Now, do I think it's important for you to work towards your goals? Absolutely. But what I want you to understand is that pushing and fighting and pressing and and looking and seeking and hoping and overwhelming yourself at every waking second of your life and your day hoping to fulfill the goals and dreams that other people have set before you, hoping to please the people that are around you, all of those things will end you up, will put you in a place where you feel hopeless and unworthy because people's standards are highly different than what God's standards are for you. And what will happen is when you allow him to come into your life, you allow him to take over. You know, we, we see all these bumper stickers. It talks about Jesus is my co-pilot. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I want Jesus in the driver's seat. Like, Jesus, take the wheel. I will go wherever you tell me to go. I will. I will. You know, I mentioned earlier, you know, God has given me a word for every season. And for a long time, it was getting wisdom, understanding. And then it was moving into that season of being still. And I will tell you, I have learned a lesson. This last year and a half, I have learned so much about who I am as a person and what God has called me to be. And I will tell you, as I move into this next season, when God starts to recognize that you're understanding what it is that he's giving you, he will give you a new word. He will equip you with a new goal. He will tell you to fight for a new thing. Y'all, our race hasn't been won. And as long as we're here on this planet, we should be striving for more. We should be striving for better. We should be striving for perfection. We should be striving to pour into the people that are around us. We should be striving to share the love of Christ. That's ultimately what it's all about. How many lost souls can we win for the kingdom? If my actions and my words can have an impact, I'll do it. I will. So my next word for this season, I don't know, maybe I'll do a podcast on this word. I don't know. I have, I'm just I'm just entering this season. But I've heard I've heard confirmation probably over the last week or two, and I was like, "You know what, Lord? I hear you. I hear you." And he says, "This is a season for me to implement." He talked about implementation in my life. And I don't know what that's going to look like for you. I don't know what that's going to look like for me. But I will tell you that trust above all things Being still and being willing to sit there and go, Lord, I don't really have all the answers. Lord, I don't really know what my next steps are. But I do know that you haven't figured out. I do know that you are in control. And if I will sit back and allow you to take over, everything will come out in the wash. I love you guys. I appreciate you all. And I hope you have an amazing, blessed day.